Welcome to this episode of the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. The mission of the Greenville Oaks Church of Christ is to inspire people to follow Jesus because we are convinced that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Find out more about Greenville Oaks or connect with us online at greenvilleoaks.org. As always, we ask that you subscribe to, rate, and review our podcast. It makes it easier for others to find us. And now, on to this week's message with Congregational Care Minister Keith Maloney. Young children, we stand beside you. We stand behind you. We stand with you in this enterprise of uh, of raising children to know God and to receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, ultimately. And to say to the children themselves, uh, even though they're way too young to understand it right now, uh, this is a place where you will always have a home. This is a church family, and you will always belong here and always be cared for here. So our time together this morning has as its focus two things. First and foremost, to give praise to God, to honor Him and glorify Him as our Father in heaven. But second, to support those families, and bless these parents and these children, and to covenant ourselves with them as the spiritual family of Christ. So if you're a guest today, either online or in person, you picked a really good day to be here, and I think that you'll be blessed by being here. Uh, Someone I read once described what it might have been like when God decided to create the family, and it goes like this. One day God said to the angels, I have an idea. I'm going to create something called family. One angel asked, okay, what's that? And God said, well, I'm very excited about this idea. Of course, I'm, I'm excited about all my ideas. One of the great things about being God is you never really have a bad idea, you know? But I'm especially excited about this one. Family is going to be the way that I connect people in love. <clears throat> it's, here's how it's going to work. Adult people will sign up to take care of a tiny little stranger. And one angel asked, well, are they going to get paid? And God said, oh, no, 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 no. They won't get paid. In fact, that stranger is actually going to cost them a lot of money. Not only that, but the little stranger won't even be able to talk at first. It'll just cry and scream, and you'll have to try to guess why. It'll make you lose sleep. It'll make messes all the time that you have to clean up. It'll be utterly vulnerable. You'll have to watch that kid 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But then when it's two, the stranger will learn how to say things like, no, and mine, and it'll throw tantrums. And I'm thinking about inventing puberty. I'm not too sure about that one yet. But if I do, they'll get these strange things called hormones, and they'll go crazy, and odd things will happen to their voices, and they'll get pimples and all kinds of other stuff. And then they will grow up, and just when they are mature and beautiful and interesting and able to contribute, they'll move away. That's the idea. What do you all think? And the angels all kind of looked down at the ground and shuffled their feet in the dirt. And they're thinking, who's going to tell him? And finally, one intrepid angel says, Lord, who in the world would sign up for that? Why would they do that? And here's where God gets really excited. 
They won't even know why, he says. They'll just look at that little body, those little hands and feet, and they'll think that that stranger is beautiful, even though all babies look pretty much alike, and they all kind of look like Winston Churchill. Then one day, that little stranger will smile at them, and they'll think they've won the lottery. And that little stranger will say, Dada and Mama. And then those little arms and hands will open up and reach out and wrap around that neck. And it's going to feel for the very first time that that grown-up understands why arms and hands were created. You see, what it's really all about is grace. Children, this new generation, will learn that they're prized and belong before they've ever done a single thing to earn it. The old generation will learn that when they give, they'll receive. And when they give the most, they'll receive the most. And then one day, I'll tell them, human race... I am your father, and they will get it, and they will become undone. I don't know that that conversation ever, ever happened in heaven, but I do know of one that happened on earth when God was here in human form in the person of Jesus Christ. It's recorded in Mark chapter 9. Many times in, in our Bibles, we read about Jesus blessing the lives of children in various ways, either directly or indirectly. And also we read of a number of times where Jesus employed children in the process of teaching people something really important, teaching a lesson to the people that he was discipling. Well, there was an important lesson that Jesus wanted to teach in Mark 9. In verse 36, it says, He took a little child and had him stand among them. And taking him in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me doesn't welcome me, but the one who sent me. You see, Jesus takes very seriously the responsibility we have of accepting children, of welcoming them and receiving them and caring for them. You, uh, you probably remember someone who, when you were a child really welcomed you and received you and demonstrated care for you. I remember when I was just a little guy, a little preschooler. For me, it was Mrs. Murphy, Geraldine Murphy. Well, Geraldine and her, her husband, Cullen, but Cullen was mostly just there. But anytime I would go into church and I would see Ms. Murphy. She always had a piece of gum or a piece of candy to give me. And if I went and sat with them in church, she would just be so kind and so welcoming. Did you have somebody like that? We all need people like that, not just because they're our parents or our grandparents or they have some role to play in that way but just because they choose to care for us. Not long ago, my wife Cindy and I went to uh, a church at a, a Sunday like this for that church, and they were dedicating the babies. Uh, and it was our grandson that was there, and we were so blessed to be there. But what I really remember about that Sunday wasn't so much what happened in the service. It was when we got there and before the service, we were in the foyer, people were gathering in the hallways and talking. And I remember a number of people that paid special attention to my granddaughter, the older child, 
because they knew her and they wanted her to feel important and they made it that way. We live over an hour away from them and a couple hours away from our other grandkids and there's no way we can be there and be that person all the time the way we would like to. But we appreciate so much people that are doing that for our grandkids. We all need that. We need people who will welcome our kids, who will receive them. One of the primary aspects of our, our vision at Greenville Oaks as followers of Jesus Christ is to equip families to raise their kids, to nurture faith in their kids and grandkids. We have a, a sacred responsibility to join together and support families as they do that. Not just as parents or grandparents or aunts or uncles or, or whatever, but just because they're part of our church family. These people called upon in this charge that Jesus gives aren't necessarily relatives, but all of us, every single one of us needs to care for them. So this morning, we want to challenge every member of this church to do just that, to welcome people, to make sure that they are special. Uh, none of us can do that for every child, not even all the children that are going to be introduced to us today. But we can all do that for some children. And we want to encourage you to do that. So today we want to join together in affirming our commitment to just that. Uh, and we're, Samantha Campbell, our children's minister, is going to lead us through that process. We have a, we're blessed with her as a wonderful children's minister. Good morning and welcome to Family Dedication Sunday. I'm Samantha Campbell and I'm a minister here at Greenville Oaks. Today is a special day that we get to celebrate with families that have decided to publicly de declare their intent to raise their children in a Christian home. Today, you also have a part in that because we as the Greenville Oaks Church community get to declare our intent to partnering with families to encourage, support, and love them. Two Sundays ago, we had another special Sunday where we celebrated graduating seniors. This particular year, I was a little sentimental because Colin was one of, my, was one of the honored. 18 years ago, my husband Jimmy and I stood on this very stage with Colin as we chose to commit to raising him in a Christian home with church. Greenville Oaks committed to showing our son Jesus by loving, teaching, and walking with him as he grew. Since that day, we were able to do the same thing with Maddie, my now 16-year-old, and then Cody, my 15-year-old. Greenville Oaks continually showed up for our family. You prayed for, you encouraged us, and you loved us throughout the years of their many milestones. This church family and friends were present as each of my children committed their lives to Christ and were baptized. On Senior Sunday, Colin was once again on the same stage, but this time not as a baby or as a child, but as a man. Although our parenting is not done, his childhood journey has come full circle with this church. Over the years, faces and names change, <clears throat> but the relationships formed with the church family have remained an important part of each of their faith journeys. I'm thankful for the Greenville Oaks family and that you love my family and children as your own because together we train up a child in a way he should go so that one day he will not depart from it. Parents have a great responsibility, 
But Moses gave some great advice in Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give, you, give to you today are to be on your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Moses said the most important thing you can pass along to your children is the knowledge and intense love of the Heavenly Father. It is vital that we continually remind children, and adults for that matter, that God desperately wants to have a relationship with each one of us. Church, here's where you come in today. Deuteronomy 6 is meant not only for parents, but also for us. As a member of the church, you are part of the extended family of these children. Although parents are, not, are the single greatest influence in lives of children, they cannot do it alone. Research, experts, and statistics tell us that kids with meaningful relationships with other adults have a better chance of becoming who God calls them to be. Guys, partnering with parents can and will change how these precious kids see Jesus. Families and senior students, can you please make your way to the front for family dedication? <clears throat> so it's been a crazy year, actually year and a half, and it's also been unprecedented. One filled with experiences and challenges that none of us could have prepared for. Some of these children were born during the pandemic, and some were born before the pandemic. I would like to say that I could summarize that year and a half for you, but I was not the one trying to raise a child within the confines of my home. One parent tried to summarize that last 18 months as complete exhaustion. With the village you counted on residing on the other side of the computer screen or six feet away. <clears throat> she said it's just that the burden was so huge and the constraints were so isolating that no matter how much people wanted to help or try to help, we just felt alone because we need community. They need community. If nothing else, I think we can walk away from 2020 with a deeper understanding of our own vulnerabilities. And one undeniable need is that we need community. We need, uh, it's a feeling we're not the only ones struggling. It's knowing that when something happens, good or bad, we have someone to share that with. We all need the community yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I'm so encouraged by these people here on the stage and those participating virtually. Each of you have chosen community and to make this moment in your child's faith journey a priority. Even a pandemic could not stop these guys from leading their families and putting Christ first in their lives. Please welcome Kathleen. She's going to lead you guys in the parent covenant that you can see on the screen. We accept all children as an inheritance from God and this child as a unique gift. We dedicate our child to him and we dedicate ourselves to do our very best in raising up this child in the Lord. We will protect this child from harm with all our strength. We will teach this child to trust, to walk, and to search for truth. We will love and discipline this child in the way that God has loved and disciplined us. We will treasure the moments and collect the memories that each day holds. We will tell the stories that build faith and shape character. We will give this child a legacy of wonder and wisdom. We will, with God's help, instill within this child a love for God, which will last a lifetime. 
Lord, we solemnly accept the call of parenting. These families, these families represented here today have just extended an opportunity to influence the most precious possession. Today, it's our opportunity to stand in the gap and commit to loving these children the way that Jesus loves us. So church family, will you please stand with me and read with me our covenant to them. We will be extended family for these new parents. We will offer our personal help and encouragement when needed. We will refrain from unfair criticism and snap judgments. We will give them advice when asked and support them with prayer and without being asked. We will listen to their stories, share the concerns, and look at the pictures. We will learn the names and share we will give our hearts to these families and love them as Christ loved us. Many of our Greenville Oaks students, you guys can have a seat. Many of our Greenville Oaks students were here 18 years ago for family dedication just as well. I ask these graduates to present your children with their Bibles today to remind you of where you're going and to always keep your eyes on the end game. Let your eternal goal navigate the big moments and help you imagine your son or daughter. As your name is called, please step forward and your child will be presented with a Bible. John Wallace Davis, son of Morgan and Abigail Davis, born November 30th, 2019. Harvey Ray Eaton, daughter of Bryce Eaton, born February 7th, 2020. Jonathan David Fisher, son of CJ and Lisa Fisher, born November 21st, 2019. Madden Charles Fox, son of Larry and Kelsey Fox, born November 25th, 2019. Thomas Alexander Hudgens, son of Ethan and Kathleen Hudgens, born June 26th, 2019. Zane Shepard Jenkins, son of Landon and Syra Jenkins, born April 5th, 2020. Liam Michael Monty, son of Chelsea and Stephen Monty, born February 20th, 2020. Jesse Luke Pond, son of Mark and Kara Pond, born August 5th, 2019. Avery Diane Sanders, daughter of Garrett and Lisa Sanders, born October 21st, 2019. Gabriella Jane Singh, daughter of Savuth and Haley Singh, born September 24th, 2019. Stetson Shane Spencer, son of Shane and Crystal Spencer, born February 26th, 2020. Swade Michael Watchell, son of Dalton and Haley Watchell, born July 1st, 2020. Father, we thank you for entrusting these precious new lives in the hands of the families on this stage. There's no other gift than these sweet bundles of joy that came straight from you. Father, let your word fill their hearts with wisdom as they train their, their children to follow you. Father, I know you already have a plan and a purpose for, for all these children. Father, in empower them that they can see your plan and follow it. Father, I have another prayer, a prayer for this congregation, a prayer that we gratefully 
accept the, re accept the responsibility of being an active part in their lives. That each of us can be an example of how Christian life can be fulfilling and happy. Father, they need a, the church family to pray for them by name daily, to make a lot of health-friendly <coughs> memories. And from time to time, Father, explain that people are not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. But most of all, Father, we need to be there. We need to be there when they need to talk. We need to be there when mom and dad need a little time off. We need, we need to be there to celebrate their accomplishments. And we need to be there during their sad moments. We celebrate today and all the days to come. All this we ask in Christ's name. Amen. As you leave and as you walk, right before you walk off the stage, I just want to leave you with one blessing that we pray over all of the kids um, over the years at Greenville Oaks. May you grow in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. May you grow like Jesus. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this message from the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. We hope this message helps you to inspire people to follow Jesus because you're convinced, like we are, that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Connect with us on Facebook. You can find and like our page at Greenville Oaks. Discover more about the Greenville Oaks Church online at greenvilleoaks.org.